Well, good morning and welcome to the Praxis Daily Podcast. I'm Pastor Ed and this devotional time is designed to create space for scripture, for meditation and prayer, all towards the application of God's word into our daily lives. Well, today is Wednesday, it's May 18th and our reading comes from John chapter 16 still. We're working through verses 17 to 22. Now, Jesus had been speaking to the disciples. He is giving them some instruction and some preparation points uh, before he is about to be arrested and crucified. And we're picking up right there in the story with their reactions. Verse 17. So some of his disciples said to one another, what is this that he says to us? A little while and you will not see me. And again, a little while and you will see me. And then because I am going to the father... So they were saying, what does he mean by a little while? We do not know what he's talking about. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him. So he said to them, is this what you are asking yourselves? What I meant by saying a little while and you will not see me. And again, a little while and you will see me. Truly, truly, I say to you, you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your joy will turn, your sorrow will turn into joy. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. So also you have sorrow now, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take your joy from you. So here we are, Jesus is preparing them, and you got to put yourself in the, in the shoes of these disciples for just a moment. They are here, and they have been seeing the miraculous powers of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, come to earth. And they know without a shadow, beyond a shadow of a doubt, Jesus is the Son of God. And he is teaching people about the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is among the people, and they know uh, that he is ushering in the kingdom. And so this is their expectation. They believe uh, that uh, he is going to usher in the kingdom right here on earth. He's going to be magnified on earth. And so for them, what is about to happen, the crucifixion came out of nowhere. And that explains their behavior and, and <clears throat> why they were shocked and were so full of sorrow and lament through what happened. They were broken and afraid for their own lives even. Overnight, their world was just turned upside down. Their joy was turned to mourning. One minute, he's, Jesus is with them. He's being praised by the crowds. And um, they're, they're having this meal together. And then moments later, he comes and is arrested and uh, begins to be tortured, tried. And uh, they're afraid to even be affiliated with him. You know, in these verses, it talks about the confusion that they were experiencing. And just from him telling them what was going on, they didn't quite grasp it. They were confused by it all. It didn't seem consistent with the message that he had been telling them all along. This seemed different. It seemed like it was. It didn't line up, like something's wrong, something is off, because it doesn't fit the rest of the message that he had been giving the whole time. So they knew that they were, Jesus knew that they were confused. He knew that they were asking one another and, and, and wanted to know what was going on. And so he addressed it and uh, tried to explain a little further to them. And he, and he tells them, like he, he assures them that, 
you will suffer loss. Like this is upon us now. However, when it's over, you will find that even the loss that you will suffer was more than worth it for what is coming on the other side of that loss. And then he goes into this comparison about childbirth. And he talks about a mother, how, how um, a woman goes into anguish when she's going into labor because her time has come. And then how quickly that anguish turns to joy. You know, I've had, I've had the uh, experience uh, two times now with my wife to go through this kind of situation that, my, that Jesus is describing for us here and to see, um, man, with my own eyes, uh, that, that anguish, how quickly that turns to joy when the fulfillment of the occasion arrives and how quickly in a matter of just moments... Um, what seems like um, the worst day of your life turns into suddenly the best day of your life. And Jesus is, is promising them, like he, he's letting them know, like you're going to suffer this loss, but, but it's not on accident. It's actually on purpose and it's, nothing's out of control. You're still in a good place. It's going to carry you to this place of overwhelming joy and it's all worth it. And I think it's just important for us to keep this in perspective and to remember there are going to be times in our lives that we will suffer loss. And even though we will suffer loss, it is never useless. It is never without purpose. There is always, even in the darkest times, even in the greatest suffering and anguish and lament, there is hope still in that place because Jesus Christ is still on the throne on the right hand of the Father and His Spirit is still at work in our hearts and in our homes and in our families. He is still at work and the story is still being played out. It's already written. The story is already written. It's just being played out and we know that the end has victory. The end of the story has already been written. We're just living out what the author of creation has written out for us. And we can trust it because we can trust him. He is not only all powerful and in control of all things, but he's also loving and patient and kind. And when you put all powerful together with loving, man, there's only good things that are going to come from that. And we can trust ourselves in his hands. So why don't we come before him together in prayer today and thank him for this. And we do, we do just that, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Jesus, that, you know, I think about how you, Jesus, these are, you know, in John 16, these are your last hours before you are uh, tortured inhumanely and then spent on dying this this horrific death on the cross. You're in your last hours before that happens. And here you are comforting the disciples. You're comforting them in a time where you are about to suffer the greatest loss. And you're telling them that they're going to suffer loss and they're going to get through it and it's going to be okay. And, and, and still, all the while, you knew what you had to do. And you were kept your demeanor. You were so calm. You were steadfast. And I just thank you so much for that, Lord. We honor you, God, for your example. 
we honor you, Father, for not flinching before what was placed before you. And I pray, God, that that steadfastness would take root within us by the power of your spirit, cause us to be steadfast. Even in the moments where we see the loss in front of us and we see the suffering and we're experiencing it, Lord, may we be steadfast and unflinching in those times, knowing that that is not a permanent situation, that that is not a permanent state of being for us as children of God, This is temporary, and the end has victory already spelled out for us. We trust ourselves with you wholeheartedly. And Holy Spirit, thank you for empowering us and equipping us and leading us through the suffering to experience the abundant joy. We love you today, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, family, have a great rest of your day. And remember to keep on loving anyway any way that you're able, no matter the cost and regardless of what you get in return.